Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Good morning, everybody. Yes, it is another edition of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI for this uh, Saturday, October 10th of 2020. And thank you again there. Uh, Thank you, Gerald. Thank you, Professor Medley. Thank you, Bill Medley, for your memories <laughs> from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and from the newly renovated, freshly painted Radio TFI Executive Tower. I mean, I lied. You mean that's not fresh paint back there? No fresh paint. Damn it, Jim. Anyways, it is my friend and partner in crime, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Well, I hope you all had a wonderful week. I did. I went back to work this week. Yay! Uh, We'll talk... (laughs) Thank you. Give him the clap, everybody. Give him the clap. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, No, we have not done the renovations. I was... We were just about to get things started, and bang, back to work we went. By the way, just so uh, young Mr. Shannon has something really to chew on now, just to uh, uh, reaffirm what the new schedule is, we have the two-hour Taxi Stand Hour program on Saturdays and the half-hour Taxi Stand Hour program on Mondays and Thursdays with the aforementioned young Mr. Shannon. So pull up, have a bagel. Pull up a chair, have a bagel, get a cup of coffee going, and uh, thanks for joining us. Well, and I figured the logic going into this whole thing was is if we could have a show, a two-hour show called the Taxi Stand Hour, then why can't we have a half-an-hour show There's also called the Taxi Stand there's, Hour? There's absolutely no reason we can't, because you know why? Because you're doing two shows a week of 30 minutes each, so what does that equal? That equals an hour. Oh, my God. The logic here is just, oh, you can just see it bubbling out of the top of the cauldron, man. I am a ma- I am a master justifier. You've, yes, you uh, are. You just stand back and watch me work. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, yeah, but, I, I will say I did miss you. Oh, I, I did miss you on uh, Thursday there. Although you know, you get on a roll on something, and all of a sudden you look at the clock and you think, "Jesus Christ!" It's like I gotta check out of this in just a couple minutes. So, yeah, it was it was fun. It was interesting. Yeah, you, uh, ma- you managed to get through it with only one technolo- uh, technical error. Well, that was just because I couldn't get, uh, I couldn't hook up to the the uh, 500 watt uh, glow stick known as the Radio TFI Tower. Uh, it was. Uh, We've resolved that problem. We've well, the problem has been resolved. This will be on Radio <laughs> TFI next uh, next Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. By the exactly. way, uh, before we go any further and we get too deep in the show, because this really needs to be done sooner than later, are you ready for the uh, Radio TFI stock market report? Let's do it. Uber closed the week at $37.27, down $0.45 from last week. Lyft, meanwhile, closed the week at $27.80, up, up, an amazing, life-changing $0.17 per stock. Now, ooh, baby. Now, $0.17 may not sound like a lot, but if you got 10 million shares of it, you can buy a house. Yeah, well. I'd just as soon buy the house with uh, the money I would have invested in in either one of these uh, shitholes, to be honest I, I, with you. I didn't say it was a it was a good plan. It was just uh-huh. a plan. It was just a plan. That's, right. That's... Right. Uh, I, well, I told you, I told you the, the whole bounce last week from uh, Uber was just because of their little victory in London. I, 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 I'm I, almost positive that. I agree with you. I couldn't agree. And I have no, I have nothing to, nothing to base that on. What? When do I ever have anything to, to base something on? That's just a gut feeling. The facts. Listen, we don't. Do, we don't deal with the facts here. They just get in the I way. Mean, exactly. And I still have quite the gut, even though I'm down now to two hundred and twenty-seven pounds. I have a leg that weighs that. That is. Congratulations. I am. Old, I am, Thank you. I am. 90 pounds lighter than my peak weight at 317. That was less than, I think Granny Annie and I was had just started uh, had just started dating when I was up at 317. Wow. You know how much I weigh? That's, hmm. Do you know how much do I, I weigh? Do I know how much you weigh? No, I do not. Neither do I. Well, I won't let them tell me. There's only one reason. Well, there you go. You don't have a bathroom scale? Oh, no. No. Well, to tell you the truth, I wouldn't be as obsessed with it as I am. But one of the things they told me through this process when they put this piece of hardware uh, in my chest was uh, it. they told me that they I got to watch my weight as far as water weight. Goes. Right, right. So they say if you gain any more than a couple, three pounds in one day or more than five pounds in two days that you need to you need to let them know and the weight is only going down you know every good, once in a good. while I'll, it'll it'll maybe jump up a pound or something like that but, okay. uh, 
So um, and, and actually, and just and just as a reminder, the aforementioned uh, ticker ticker watcher in your chest now. That will be the that will be the cause and the explanation for all future technical difficulties here on Radio TFI. We, yeah, I got to find something to. Can't blame it on the loose nut behind the wheel. You have to. Uh, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Don't blame the guy who handles all the technology. No, 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 no. It's his. It's his Bluetooth wireless uh, defibrillator, whatever the hell it is, sitting. Did I? Did I tell you when we were talking about this thing that I went into an an appointment? The uh, oh, what was it now? It's been about a week since this appointment, and they actually played. They they actually triggered something. Oh yes, that, you you it, did tell me that. Go ahead, finish it though. Yeah. Finish the story. It was making it was making different noises, making like a siren sound if something was going wrong. Right. And, you know. Oh my God. See, but now here's my concern with that. Here's my concern. So we're six months down. Your your pacemaker is 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 uh, making its paces and doing what it's got to do. Meanwhile, your doctor and his buddies are sitting out at the at the bar one night. Now that bars are, if a bar was reopened, they're having fun. Hey, let's uh, let's wake Shannon up. You're in a dead sleep, and uh, next thing you know, they're playing Yankee Doodle Dandy on your pacemaker. You know, I, that's. That's where my brain goes on this. I'm going to dream that now. You watch. I am going to have a dream about Thank you so much. You're entirely you, welcome. It's what just, I live just for. A, just a swell guy there. Hey, hey! If the oh. people, how would the people get a hold of us if they wanted to? If they wanted to. If they well, wanted to. So many ways, yeah, there are so many ways to get, get a hold of us. It's not even funny. There's no excuse. Phone number is seven five four eight zero zero. Chat. That's that's, that's true. Plenty, of, plenty excuse. of excuses. I can come up with a half a dozen without even batting an eye. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. On the Twitter, it's Taxi Stand Hour. If you're um, watching on one of the uh, one of the streaming networks here, by the way, Ed's waving at you while you're doing so. Well, if they're watching, uh, they can see that. You don't have to explain that. Well, I you know I thought maybe you were just swatting flies or something. So. This isn't the debate. <laughs> oh God, that's gonna be so fun. Yeah, ain't it though? To talk about. Yeah, ain't it though? Uh, so, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Periscope, you have the uh, you have the option of going into. One uh, or whatever app that is, leave a comment, leave a message, whatever. And uh, hey, if I see it or whatever, or it's relevant, we'll comment, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it uh, anyway. Well, well, this is true. So, okay, why don't we start out with the debate? Seeing as how um, I, I, I talked, well, actually, I talked ad nauseum about it on, on Thursday, but uh, it's still it was still a lot of fun. And there were a couple of things that uh, we that I really didn't want to get a chance to cover, and or bounce it off of anybody because it's one thing to, and I appreciate. By the way, the participation that I had on Thursday was just off the chart. It was. I, I do appreciate do appreciate all the input I had there, but it's it's not the same as actually talking to somebody about it. So. Now I want to actually have a conversation about this, and um, so I'll ask you: What was your 
highlights of that debate other than oh can't that <laughs> easy. Right. other than <laughs> other than the fly, fly yeah <laughs> fly you know we'll touch on that just briefly i was watching and i'm and i'm looking and i i'm watching him move his head and i'm thinking because at first the fly was a little set back and i couldn't really tell is this part of the backdrop is it just a little where his hair dips? I couldn't tell if it was a fly or just a little dip in his hair. And then obviously it became obvious. It became, and uh, oh, thank it, God for high definition TVs. Although, <laughs> although, all joking aside, none of us would have been aware that that fly was there. I mean, the fly just sat. Usually, though, then again, Pence doesn't move, he's a mannequin. So well, he, that fly moved around a little bit. No, but I'm saying, but Pence wouldn't have been aware that the fly was, and none of us would have been aware that the fly was there. If you're focused on something, and it's not like what you and I are doing here, John. We can see each other. We 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 mm-hmm. we know what's. Uh, so I could see the grizzly bear sneak up from behind me. But you know, look, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for piling on here. There, there's no question about it. Pence is a douche. And, uh, we, you know, we need to make him hurt as much as possible. But again, it's, you know, it was just one of those things I'm like, man, this is not going to end well for him. Not at all. And again, there's nothing he could have done about it because he didn't know. He wasn't aware of it. But, but you know. Now, here would have been the fun part. I <clears throat> Excuse me. And we were talking. Pretty fly for a white guy. Yep, Luke. We caught that on one of your Facebook, a couple of your Facebook posts during the. Uh, it is a pretty good line. I like that. Yeah. Might have, might have to trademark that one. Oh, what do you think here? What if he would have known the fly fly was there and got one lucky shot and caught it? Wow. And splat. So well, instead of this fly walking, now he's got this big icky red blood stain on that pretty white hair of his well you know what he's better off just left leaving the fly alone (laughs) well you know you know what happens at that point we get all the PETA people he killed the fly oh my god the fly oh no oh my god and by the way i have no proof of this i would like to go back there might have been a second fly that was a little really? bit more in hiding towards the back of his head. I had not but heard at that. At one point in time, I had nobody said anything about it because they were focused. Oh no, it's the same fly. Head. It's the same fly. Because, like I was saying, that's what I thought at first. It was on the bet near the back of his head, and it was kind of blending in. Then it moved forward. It was only one. No, well, I tell you, while while the fly was in his on his stage on the front stage. It looked like there was another one that was kind of coming up, just kind of creeping up to the crown of his head, just, just, just barely in sight. I want to watch that again, just to, just to prove that theory. But you'll get back to us on that. I'll, I will get back to you on that. It was, it was a borderline infestation. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum is, uh, was, was beside himself. He was in the fly. Yeah, he's gonna re- he's gonna renew his uh, renew his role there as the fly. I to, just 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 to wrap this up. So, of course, everybody made the uh, the fly on on a pile of shit joke. Even I did. But I me too. But the one I enjoyed the most, which was a callback to a very, very, very old joke, one of the first memes, if you will, 
This went back to the 70s. It was on a t-shirt. Uh, and there was photos with it. it. It would say, eat shit, 50 billion flies can't be wrong. Now, now Keith Olbermann is back. Uh, by the way, catch him on YouTube. He's doing commentary every night at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's fantastic. But, <laughs> so, the day after the debate, he, he does the whole thing on the debate. And he actually ended that portion of it with, well, 50 billion flies can't be wrong, which was a throwback to a joke from 40 years ago, which I thought was fantastic. Hey, uh, but... Uh, as old as new again. Yeah, so I promise you, we're going to spend more time on that fly than anything else. Uh, so how do you think? How do you think uh, Kamala did? Well, I like she. She did well. She did do something though, and I haven't been able to. I, I've heard the counterclaim, but at one point in time during that debate, she mentioned Abraham Lincoln, right, and and mentioned the fact that he did not want. To um, he did not want to uh, go in, go in and uh, right. replace somebody on the court. Now I am uh, I have seen some counterclaims that that was not the case. That isn't exactly how it went down. I do want to look into that a little bit further. Um, look, the thing is, is it sure sounded good. Don't get me wrong, but in this day and age, uh, people. People fact-check things. Both sides fact-check things. They fact-check ad nauseum. I like that word today. Um, so you have to be careful because you need to leave the lying and the uh, and the and the misconceptions to the people with the R next to their name. We we can't get caught up in that kind of stuff. As good as the story may sound. Uh, Otherwise, I think she did very well. I knew she wasn't going to be intimidated. And then, of course, you know, when when Pence was constantly running over his time, how many times did she have to, uh, the moderator have to say, uh, 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 you know, Mr. Vice President, Mr. Vice President, Mr. Vice President. How many times did she have to try to get him to just shut up? Well, that was the plan. His time is that- up. That's the plan. Uh, you know, Trump did it in his way. And Pence, you know, Pence is, is an automaton. He just keeps talking. He knew exactly what he was doing. He, you know, yeah. he didn't need to finish any of those points. And he was just droning on. So, yeah. and uh, look, it, it's unfortunate uh, that this is the situation we're in right now. Look. Trump's going to give the Evita-style speech today on the South Lawn. From the balcony. He's going to do it from the balcony uh, on the South Lawn or the Rose Garden or wherever where where the super spreader event happened two weeks ago. Uh, Well, I don't want to get into that. Let's finish with the debate because we'll get off track. uh, The one thing I loved about her was she she said, excuse me, a couple times she had to say, excuse me. I'm I'm speaking here, you know. What was probably a little bit more polite than would you just shut up, you know? Well, or would you shut up? A lot more polite, but same point. I'm speaking here. It's my turn. Well, in that- she reminded the. I'll let me finish this point. Okay, good. Um, she at one point in time 
told the moderator, I forgot her name now, uh, USA, uh, USA Today uh, writer, told her, hey, listen, he rambled on and on and on during my time, interrupted me. I want my full time. Spot on. And she was right. Exactly. She was right. Exactly. Now, now Pence is unlike Trump. Trump is a freight train. It would have been, look, I would have loved to have seen Kamala debate Trump. That would have been, oh, my God. That had been worth the price of admission. Oh, I'd have paid good money. That, that'd be pay-per-view, man. That's pay-per-view. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, she was she was acquiescing to what, what, what Pence was giving her. He wasn't yelling and screaming, so she wasn't going to yell and scream. She was keeping it on the polite side, which was the right thing to do. Excuse me, I'm speaking. This is like your mother scolding you. Excuse me, Edward, I'm speaking. Yes, Mom. Sorry. You know, and... It was, uh, uh, I think she did a good job, and for all it's worth, even though it was obvious that Pence was nothing more than uh, being Trump's puppet, you know, or his little lapdog, those uh, those lips were firmly... Oh, yeah. Firmly the suction, attached. The suction grasp oh. is... Uh, you can't break, break oh. that... Exactly. On Trump's right cheek, just mm. below the uh, second roll of fat. Which is where Lindsey uh, Graham lives. Well, how did he, how did he get it for Lindsey, Lindsey Graham out of there? You don't. Well, <laughs> I didn't see him, though. I, the, well, they're very know, good at the optics. They're, they're very good at it. but uh, Exactly. But, yeah, I, I thought she did well. I thought, you know... <sighs> Look, he's got, he's very good at, at deflecting. What I keep going back to is the day over the summer or last spring or 400 years ago, whenever the COVID thing started, when Pence got up there to answer a question in the, you know, they were doing the daily briefings. So a reporter asked him a question and Pence talked for about five minutes or however long. Trump then says, applauds him and says, look at that. He talked for five minutes and not once got close, close to the question. You know, and, and that, but that's, that's the essence of what Pence does as a politician. Most politicians do it. I've been watching all, by the way, just to a sidetrack here, I've got one or two of them. The Trump uh, surrogates are out there. You know, they're all sticking to the party line and, and, you know, none of them want to admit. They, they they don't answer questions. Pence, I don't think Pence answered one question the other night. No. He, he had his fact, agenda. He was asking questions. Right. Right. Yeah. Will, will, will Biden add a, uh, a seat to the Supreme Court if um, Miss, it, Miss uh, Coney Island uh, <laughs> gets put on the bench right. here? And... Um, you know, of course, look, you know, the, the question was posed. I got to tell you something, Ed. I didn't even know you could do that to me. I, but as I understand, it, listening, at least listening to them talk, that it had been done. It's been a, about 150 years ago, but apparently it has been done. So I maybe oh, have to look at the Oh, you're t- talking about expanding the court? Ex- expanding the court. It started with five. It did. No, I didn't know yeah, that. So with, I wonder when it actually expanded. 
It started with five, it went to seven, and then eventually nine. Now, there's been no major changes, obviously, in about 150 years. Then again, we were a growing nation at the time. So, you know, these things change over time. I'm not necessarily sure I'm okay with the idea of, uh, of expanding the court just to just so that we can make an even score. I don't know that that's, that's the right thing to do because then the next Republican that comes in says, well, I want two more judges too. And next time you'll have more judges than you have congressmen. That is, that, oh, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, yeah, I, I mean, let, let's face it. Everybody's got their take on, the Republicans have come up with 18 different versions of the alibi of why we can do it now, but we couldn't do it four years ago. Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying we're hypocritical bastards and we weren't going to let the black guy get his way, which is what it, you know, most of the, a lot of these Republicans are hell bent on. Uh, so one, so one of them said it this week. Uh, uh, basically, if Joe Biden wins, uh, I'll make it my, you know, the next four years, I'll make it miserable for him. So, you know, again, where's the thing for the American people? It's not there. At least not in this version of the Republican Party. There was a time, there was a day, but this is not the time or the day. And by the way, getting back to Lindsey Graham briefly, boy, is he crying crocodile tears. Oh. It, it appears he's got a whooping coming. That boy got a whooping coming. At the, the latest poll from a conservative, I think it's the uh, Rasmussen, uh, mm-hmm. They're very conservative. Not only do they have Biden ahead, but they've got uh, Turtle McMurtle in a statistical tie with Amy McGrath in in Kentucky. Now, that doesn't mean she's going to win, but uh, if if Mitch McConnell could sweat, he'd be sweating right now. But I don't think Turtle's... So, what do they say about Lindsey and uh, his his, uh, opponent? Oh, Lindsey needs to be bringing in U-Haul boxes. By boxes and tape. Mm-hmm. I, I I I honestly think, uh, I think I think Lindsey Graham is gonna be on his way out the door, and I think it's gonna be uh, decisive as well. I it's gonna be a definitive. See ya. Uh, there there's gonna be no question about that. Uh, uh, from what I'm seeing, what I'm reading, just looking at his body language. His his body language is he's going on Fox almost every night begging for money, begging for help. Oh, they hate me. He said we had the clip last week. Oh, they hate my guts. No kidding, Lindsay. You've been screwing your people over for years. The people you're supposed to be there working for. You know you're just sucking up the power, and you're the one who called Trump a kook four or five years ago. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 here's and here's the thing. Now, now we have to. <clears throat> that does happen in politics. Suddenly, you know, look at look at how much heat that Biden got uh, during the the uh, Democratic debates. I mean, they were including uh, Kamala Harris. She was on here. You know what? He probably picked her as his running mate because he probably saying back in his back room there talking to doctor talking to Dr. Jill there saying you know something honey he kicked my ass in she. The, she kicked my ass in the in the debates there I I think I think we need her firmly on our side well and, well uh, I think he probably saw look this is somebody who 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 
uh, what's the word philosophy as far as philosophy goes they're generally in agreement but you do need somebody who can pull you aside and kick you in the nuts occasionally and say Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a good move you're going to do what you're going to do anyway but you know we don't need ass kissers in that in that position and that's what that's what we have now we have that i don't i can't wait to find out i don't care about trump's taxes anymore i want to find out what he has on all these people i want to find out what he has that these people are willing to go out and literally spread one of the most killer diseases there's ever inflicted this planet oh by the way speaking of that uh i have a little a little quickie from uh, uh press secretary barbie this is Kaylee McEnany back on Fox News on February 25th, 2020. You remember what we knew about the coronavirus back then? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Here's what she said, February 25th. Absolutely. This president will always put America first. He will always protect American citizens. We will not see diseases like the coronavirus come here. We will not see terrorism come here. And isn't that refreshing when contrasting it with the awful presidency of President Obama? Kaylee McEnany, thank you so much. Good to see you tonight. Thank you. 210 plus thousand people later, Kaylee. How's that working out for you? Mm-hmm. And we are seeing terrorism there, uh, a.k.a. Michigan. That, as much as it I wasn't expecting that news. I, I am sadly not surprised by it. Uh, and not, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be more of it, to be honest well, with you. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, okay. Let's do a re- quick recap. We uh, Where's the emergency bat turn? Oh, jeez. Here it comes. Emergency bat turn. Hey, it was your idea, man. Emergency bat turn. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, oh, I thought you. I thought you had something. That, no. Oh yeah. No, I was going to talk about. Uh, I. I was. So the Michigan thing. There. There are four knuckleheads. Uh, I forget where they're from. I don't have the story in front. Basically, they were going to kidnap the Democratic governor of Michigan, take her out of state, have a have a trial. I don't know what they were going to do. Kangaroo Kang- court. Kangaroo court and all that. Because they were upset the gas prices were too high, or something. You know, these are the same knuckleheads that showed up on the Michigan uh, State House with uh, yeah. with long guns, and nobody seemed to have a problem with that. And uh, so the, here's this plot to kidnap a U.S. governor, and and what's Trump got to say about it? Nothing. He doesn't say that. You know, look, we're we're glad she's okay, and uh, no, no. So, but this is where we are right now. This is. Things are starting to burble, gurgle up to the top. You've seen this this flat-out white terrorism uh, uh, bubbling up for for years now since Trump came down the elevator. And this is now where we're getting, where public officials are not going to be safe. People are going to start taking... Look, I, I don't think there's enough of these knuckleheads to take over the country, if you will. But I think there's an... And even one of them can do uh, hurt innocent people with, with a gun. And that's what scares me, is people bopping down the street, doing their thing, minding their own business, are going to get in the way of a stray bullet from uh, Bubba, who, uh, who, who doesn't want to wear a mask. 
Well, you got to remember what what terrorism is. You know, there's never, you know, the actual terrorists. There's they're not in great numbers, but if they do enough radical things, if they do enough, they they blow up things. You know, they were talking about they were talking about blowing up a bridge just for the sake of a distraction for this. I'm not surprised. So. Uh, when you start doing things like that, you start bringing fear. That's mm-hmm. why it's called terrorism. You're not trying to overman. You're not trying to outman an army no. or anything like that. You are out there trying to terrorize or strike fear into people to get them to see your philosophy. Mm-hmm. Now. What their big, what their biggest complaint seems to be, or at least is what they're saying, their complaint is, is the fact you know because of the lock, you know because of the lockdown, because of coronavirus. Right. Uh, listen, I don't know what the restrictions are in Michigan as far as uh, this goes. Um, if somebody knows, hey, let me tell me. They were no different. Um, they were no different than any place else. This, it was just. The governor trying to keep her citizens safe. And unfortunately, the lockdown was our best weapon at the time. Why? Because our president wouldn't do anything in February when he was yeah, made. He had no ideas. Well, his idea was to downplay it. That was his idea. Right. So, I mean, they want to run around and uh, with the Trump flags and all that. Uh, we're doing this for our president. Well, your president screwed you over. Okay. Your president screwed you over because on my birthday, February 7th, he was made aware. He knew, not made aware, he knew how bad this was potentially going to get and didn't want to do anything about it. Nobody wanted a lockdown. Nobody wants to wear a mask. Let's let's be crystal clear on that. We've said that hundreds of times here in this little dark corner of the internet, but good God. And, And what scares me more than anything else, I'm not scared of them. I'm more afraid of the collateral damage they these knuckleheads might cause. There's not going to be great numbers. We're, they're not going to overrun the country. Because I got news for you. The military's not going to stand there and defend the White House uh, to keep Trump in office. That ain't going to happen. The generals, the generals are not going to allow that. Okay? They're here to defend the nation, not necessarily the, the, the president. So... Once the knucklehead brigades start in uh, in the backwoods of Michigan and Minnesota and uh, all these other radical places, Minnesota ought to be closed. Honestly, we ought to just give it to Canada. Be done with it. Who needs Minnesota? Hey, I would love to. I would love to see Canada annex <laughs> Minnesota right about now. <laughs> or Mexico. Then we'll, I could be. We'll in, give you to Mexico. Then I could be in, in neighbor. I could be in neighboring provinces. Provinces <laughs> with Christine. There you go. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. But yeah, you're right. And but te- I can go to work for Beck Taxi. <laughs> now you got it. Uh, you're right. Terrorism is not so much about physical damage or physical harm. It is about putting. It's psychological. It's getting people afraid, and, and and trying to turn them to your point of view. And I don't think these bumble nuts are are are. are they're not smart enough to pull off a coup. Keep in mind, okay, let's say somehow, some way, the, uh, the, the Redneck Army somehow manages to uh, 
get together and, and get a little, uh, get the army worked out, get their thing worked out. Guess what? We still outnumber them 20 to 1. At least. At least that. There's no, you know, you're not, uh, it's, oh, by the way, I saw a little tweet uh, this morning or last night. WDIV out of Detroit is, uh, they, they've decided, as far as their newscast and their newsroom goes, they're not going to use uh, militia anymore. They're going to refer to it as domestic terror. Well, that's that's because that's what it is. I right. mistakenly referred to it as uh, militias at first, and that's what they want to be known as. Right. But no, we're not gonna we're not gonna play into that hand. They are domestic terrorists. They're no different than ISIS or Al Qaeda or any of these other groups. The only difference is they're silly looking white boys. That's mm-hmm. the only difference between them and Al Qaeda. Chew on that for. Just a second. Woo! Woo! John Shannon taking a stand. Everybody, everybody, step back. Take a breath. <sighs> Feel better now. I'm yeah. breathing. You want, you I'm want, breathing. Just, I, it doesn't change anything. Uh, apropos of nothing, just because I like listening to it, and it was even more fun to watch. Would you like to hear Ted Cruz get his ass kicked by uh, Chris Cuomo? I would love to see. Ted Cruz physically get his ass kicked, but that's this was here nor there. This was from a couple of nights ago. It the original clip was four minutes. I cut it down to one, just just the meaty part. So enjoy. You know when what? You it's particularly it not you right, didn't, Chris, you when your brother has presided over the state with the highest death rate in the country. Mm-hmm. And, New York's and, and I'm not. And I'm stand not. For I know your brother didn't want those oh, people yeah. to lose their lives, but you oh. shouldn't oh, play well, politics good. with. So the you attack. don't think he intentionally killed them? That's good. No, that's no, very of charitable of you, Ted. Of course not. But I do think Christian we can have a very reasonable policy discussion. To but, watch but, but, guys but, like you stand by Chris, and stroke your beard you like a wise man instead of telling Chris, the president to get on it when you Chris, have power How about tell your brother to get on it? My brother will stand for his own record. Why don't you talk to the president the way you talk to my brother, Ted? You afraid of him? You think he'll smack you down at home? Oh, is that yeah. what it is? I'm like he's shutting you up in the primary? You, you guys not are really Cuomos. tough. I'm talking about the president. My brother's not the president. I'm talking about the president, the one who called you a liar, the one who said your wife me, was ugly. That guy, you know, the guy now who you won't say anything I, I, about. I, I recognize that you like, you actually wonder why you don't have a lot of Republicans that want to come on your show. I have you more than any other show. And yell at me and, and Ted Cruz deflecting. Yay, Trump called your wife ugly. <laughs> Said you were stupid. Called your father a, a murderer. And yet. Do you. I, I want to talk to just one simple point about this whole thing about how. Why New York had the problems they had early on. You're only talking about the most populous state city. Well. Well, and state. I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if New York City's population drains off into upstate New York enough well, to make it the lo- the most populous state. No, we're not the we're not the most populous state. But here's the more the more salient point that you want to keep in mind: New York City is the major port of entry for people arriving from Europe. Very good point. Absolutely. Now, now, while Trump may have banned flights from China, he didn't ban flights from Europe. Oh, and people were, and this is the point people forget. Oh, he stopped them flights coming from China. Yeah, and the people just got off the plane in London, changed planes, and uh, you know. 
Exactly. I, I, I flew into JFK. You know, JFK was a hotbed uh, be, because of all that. It's we got, we had them all pilot in here. You know, not all, mm-hmm. but and they would enter other places. They came into Miami. They came into Boston. You know, and that's why the East, but. A lot more of them were here in New York City. And because we didn't have the information that we needed, and we're in a, uh, look, we're in a Petri dish ready to explode at any moment on the best of days. Until you've been, until you've been in a crowded Manhattan in August when it's 98 degrees and humidity is about a billion percent. <clears throat> you want to see people ready to, ready to drop on the spot. Holy smokes, Batman. Yeah, that's it. That is why, if you want to talk about about New York and it all the, the problems it's had, that is why population, people shoulder to shoulder, shit, people shoulder on top of shoulder. Right, and bear in mind, these folks that were coming from you know China, catching a flight to London, Paris, Berlin, you know Munich, wherever it might have been, and then flying into New York, Boston, then. Or flying to L.A. or flying to, you know, and they're coming in. I, I don't, under, you know, that's that was where the problem was, was people coming from Europe. So, so you know, when you get on your high horses about he, he shut down travel from China, big deal. Big deal. He, you, you patched up one hole and uh, an offense that looked like Swiss cheese. You know, you know what's really bad about all that? What's that? Is that if he'd have had his way, he would have he would have tried to bar anybody that uh, looked like they might have been Chinese. That's right. If he'd have had his way, that's right. You know, you, you know, you might have been from Japan. You might have been from Korea. You might have been Eddie Van or, Halen, who was actually part Pacific Asian. I didn't know that. Really, his mother was. Uh, I didn't know until a couple of days ago after the poor man passed away. Oh, uh, two thirds, two thirds of a great name, but hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, think about it. Well, yeah, he 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 did he'd have done that if if he thought he could have gotten away with it. Sure, sure. Look, I still hold to what I put, uh, tweeted a couple days ago. I believe within a week of that post, and we still got about three four days left, that he's gonna be incapacitated. He's gonna come down from the steroids. He's uh, the 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 Rona's gonna get him. Something's gonna happen. He's going to be late. By the way, where's Bill Barr? Where's Bill Barr? We haven't seen him. He was at the Super Spreader event. Where's he? I'll bet I don't you. Know. I'll bet you he's uh he's in a hospital somewhere, infecting his family or whatever he's doing. Chris Christie's still in the hospital. Yeah, but it's fake. It's a hoax, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. exist. We're all good with that. We uh. Speaking speaking of the Rona, so I would go back to work this week, and there's a lot lot of safety protocols now. I'll be getting tested twice a week, which is fine. When we go onto a stage, your temperature is taken. Uh, they do a quick wellness check. You know, they ask you a bunch of questions. Uh, the stage I'm working out of, I showed up. I had my cloth mask. They said, nope. We're giving you a mask every day. You get an N95 mask. When you're on the stage, that's what you wear. Okay. All right, fine. You know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. They got PPE all over the place. Hand sanitizer. You got. They got oceans of it. Now, 
the transport vans, which are 15 passenger vans, and uh, I'm I'm hearing anywhere from two to four passengers. That's it. That's all they're allowing. Mm-hmm. Plus, they have partitioned off. I was in one last night. Uh, they partitioned off. They hung like you know plastic a shower curtain, if you will, between the the front two seats, the driver, and the rest of the of the mm-hmm. uh, of the vehicle. And uh, you know they're taking it very very seriously. And you know, and I'm good with that. Matt, the the driver I'm with, the guy I'm I'm in the truck with. Uh, I, we, we had a little discussion about it and, uh, I said, look, I'm, I'm, cause he's, if, when he doesn't have to wear the mask, he doesn't want to wear it. I said, that's fine. I said, as long as one of us is wearing the mask in the truck, I'm okay with that because we're getting tested and all that. But like every now and again, and we've done it a couple times, and we've got a nice little system going. If I just want to take mine off and breathe for five minutes, you know, I'll just say, hey, you know, can you put your mask on? And yeah, yeah, sure. You know, he puts it on. I take mine off, you know, blah, 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 do what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, and, we're, and, we're, and, and it's working out nicely. I still don't understand why there's two of us in a truck, but hey, that's neither here nor there. Hey, hey, the money, the money oh, yeah. is coming in. Who Damn the logic! <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I am, I am more happy just to be around people that not to knock my uh, the, the people that work in my local grocery store and my laundromat and all that. You know, they're all wonderful people. And I'm glad they've been there, but I'm actually out talking to more pe- real people now. You know, I'm out and about, and it just feels good to be around people. And uh, I didn't realize because I really, for the most part, can't stand people. I think. I think they're a horrible, horrible it's, species, but I miss them. I you was going to tell you, in my opinion, it's high, they're highly overrated. There's no, that's, you know. there's no question. But you know what? You miss it after a while. Remember, even well, even bad pizza is pizza. I don't know. You've never you've never had pizza out of a box. I'll bet. Out of a box. What do you mean? Oh, you've never heard of it? No. Chef Boy, Chef Boy RD used to make pizza out of a box. You take it out of the box. You'd have the dough. You'd even make your own dough. And oh. A little bag with some pepperonis in it. Oh, I see. It had a little can of sauce in that box, and yep, you oh made that whole thing out of a box. Oh. Most disgusting thing I have ever eaten. I didn't eat pizza. My well, my mom was st- my mom and dad were still alive when they'd make that, and I could not stand it. Did not eat pizza until probably seventy three. Uh, <laughs> so damn damn near six seven years before I would eat pizza. That was just because I was so hungry, and my mom had ordered. My mom was drunk off her ass and said she was going to order a pizza. And if I didn't eat the pizza, you didn't eat. I I didn't eat, so I had a couple. Damn, this is pretty good stuff, you know. And she ordered the. She had the same kind of pizza I like. It had onions, had mushrooms, had uh, I think it was probably sausage on it. Sausage, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was some good eating. And like, damn, I like this stuff. Pizza in a box. Oh yeah. Come on, Ed. I am surprised. No. You, at your advanced age, have never had that. No, 
No, no, no, no. I've had frozen oh. pizza. Oh, me too. Yeah. There are actually some good frozen pizzas Sto- out, out there. Stouffer's French bread pizza. That doesn't sound bad. Oh, it's if uh, you. We, oh, it's very good. If you've never you've never had a Stouffer's French bread pizza. I may have. I've had ne- pizza on a bagel. I know that. No, no. Next time you are in the frozen food section, in the frozen pizza section, it's in a. Just look for Stouffer's French bread pizza. It's been out for a hundred years. It is fantastic. It is fantastic. Some of it probably is still there from a hundred years ago too. No, it sells pretty well. It sells now. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not pizza in a box. But then again, what is? Oh, my first term, My first uh, exposure to uh, baked beans or pork and beans was out of a TV dinner. <clears throat> but, oh my God! I got an instant headache Ooh. from eating it. Beans are tough, fresh what, out of the. Ooh, that's. I did not touch, did not have baked beans again until Annie's grandma made some. And yeah, I like beans. beans. They were beans. Don't like me though. Oh well, I'm sure the other people in the room probably don't like you afterwards either. <laughs> Which of course brings us to the famous scene in Blazing Saddles. It's uh, yeah, you can't talk beans without talking Blazing Saddles. I exactly. I, I I just that there is nothing more sophomoric than that scene, and it's fantastic. It's just uh, you love sophomoric scenes in movies. I really don't. But that one, I, mean, I love. Oh, I come on, that's it's scatological humor, sir. Scatological. That's your word of the day. Look it up. Well, thank look, you. look it up. I'll, I'll get right on it. I, I, I will. I, I will get right on it. I, I swear to God. Hey, now that now that we're off on a tangent in different directions, uh, stick around. Immediately after the break, we're going to be playing the not quite world premiere. Of Taxi Dave's new hit single that's rocketing up the charts called, uh, what is it called? I'm on my way, I'll be my way, or something my way. But anyway, we're, we're playing it at the uh, at the top of our number two. So so stick around, kids and kittens. We'll be spinning a disc and uh, waxing our, playing at wax and doing something where uh, I don't have any DJ. Wax on, wax off. I have no DJ patter. I wish I did. Other than kids and kittens, that's it. That's all I got. I got nothing else. I got nothing well, else. Well, you have more than me, so. <sighs> and I had to practice kids and kittens, too. <laughs> and I actually stole that from somebody. I don't remember who, though. It's probably some some old 50s DJ, 60s DJ. Well, I lied. I actually, the whole, I got the money. Oh, I know where you, yeah. you. So, yeah, I guess I do have a little bit. I got no, no. a little bit of it. No, that's not DJ Patter. That's a sign-off. Well, this is true. Good night and but good news. Be used. That that could be also used as a little bit of DJ lingo if you mm. if you wanted to. I think you're stretching there, John. Could be. I, I honestly, be the, as much as I would like, be the to, first time. As much as I would like to bring you in on this, you know. I just can't. I just okay. I, I just can't. You're just gonna have to live with the fact that you have a, a nifty sign off, but mine, but mine doubles as uh. Well, well, no, mine is patter. Patter. Now see ya. Mm-hmm. Now that's a sign off. That's, that's a, a sign. That's a sign off. 
Yes, I know, indeed. I know yes, you're indeed. I know you're upset that I got to that one first. And you and you've never asked me where that came from. No, I haven't been that curious. Well, that's good because I'm not telling the story right now. <laughs> there's oh, that's actually good. there's actually a story behind that. There, there actually is. And one of these days, oh, when we've run out of things to talk about, which could be any minute now. Oh, exactly. Uh, uh, what Let's else? Go, go ahead. There's something else here I wanted to. This happened earlier in the week uh, here in Minnesota. Apparently, well, Trump here before uh, it was before he was actually diagnosed with the Rona uh, had a rally at uh, in, in Duluth, Minnesota. And boy, you want to talk about a diverse population there. You have a bunch of old white rednecks up there mixing in with a lot of people that have come, a lot of immigrants, uh, East African immigrants. Well, there, there is just a a uh, mixing, uh, a, a what I call melting pot, uh, and the chunks are not quite uh, not quite melting fast <laughs> enough uh, in that one. But apparently, some guy up there, some 70-year-old redneck, his name is Dwayne Waldruff, uh, assaulted a, a photo a photojournalist, apparently uh, from from, D- or from WCCO-TV. He was up there filming uh, the photojournalist. I cannot pronounce. Let's see if I can take a shot at pronouncing his name. Is this, is this the event that happened at the gas station? Uh, I... The guy oh, with that. Thank you. The guy with the. Yeah, I I know this event. They they got him right. The cops the cops caught him. Yeah, cops caught him, uh, and he didn't give. There hasn't been any logical reason other than the fact that this guy was probably panning the crowd. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, of of the Trump supporters. He's a journalist. That's what journalists do. He's also I he, don't, he's also out in public. Ahead. His First Amendment rights guarantee him that well, he can he can film in public. So this was actually before the uh, the rally. It was the last right. uh, the ra- last rally before um, uh, before Trump was diagnosed uh, with the COVID. Uh, the uh, uh, the photographer's name is. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not going to I'm gonna slaughter it. I don't wanna I don't well, want to let's uh, call him Jim. There you go. Yeah, he knocked the uh, hit him and knocked the phone out of his hands and that and you, know, you just can't do that to people and he got charged, he got caught. Right. Uh he is um uh, what the heck? He's also he's charged let's see, he's charged with uh Misdemeanor assault, and also he was charged with uh, misdemeanor disorderly conduct. He could face 90 days in jail or a $1,000 fine. I say, hey, throw the book at him. Seriously. He probably couldn't read the book, but throw it it nonetheless. Well, that's very, very true. Very, very true. Let's see. What else do we have here real quick? Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, once again, John Channer presents a story he had not read before he presented it. There was actually, if, <laughs> if you could see my screen, there wasn't much to the, uh, and I've, I'm just giving you, was just giving you the, 
the, a couple of sentences out of it because there wasn't any more than a couple of paragraphs to read but, to tell but, you the truth. But John, I love giving you a hard time about that because it's, of course you do because it's true. <laughs> so the hell just happened there. I, I don't worry about it. It's a technical issue. Oh, okay. We're fine. We're For, fine. <clears throat> it, it's not your NBC News. A town employee in Michigan had to get six or 13 stitches after he sliced three fingers on razor blades attached to the bottom of a Trump 2020 campaign yard sign. Wow. Oh, my God. I hadn't heard that. Wow. Somebody booby trapped their yard sign? Smart ass. No, that's what it sounds. Am I wrong? No, that's exactly what they did. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard that. My God. Are you serious? You hadn't heard that? No. How else could it happen? Razor blades on the bottom of the sign. Somebody said, you know what? They're going to come by. They're going to pull it up. Surprise. Well, here, here, unfortunately, here's what happened. Wow. Uh, the 52-year-old the municipal uh, employee of Commerce Township, about 40 miles northwest of Detroit, was asked to remove signs that violated a city ordinance. Uh, the Oakland County Sheriff's Office, uh, according to the Oakland County uh, Sheriff's Office uh, news release there, Signs are required to be 33 feet from the center of roadways at a political sign in a yard of a home was nine feet too close to the street. Wow. So he went to he went to remove the sign, was cut by the razor blade attached to the bottom of the sign. Now, there's something to be said about all this. Now <laughs> Yeah, it's devious. That's that's one thing. Hey, look, I'm telling you. I have uh, thought about it. I have thought about having a fake phone that was loaded with some explosives, and if somebody snatched it from me, I'd hit I'd hit the detonator button and kablooey. Not enough to kill the guy. Just blow off a couple fingers, you know, there, just there, enough. There's a fellow that built. Got so tired of people stealing his packages off his his uh, porch. He built he built a booby trap box with like four cameras in it, four phones, mm-hmm. and when you opened it up. It sprayed uh, like glitter and and uh, powder and stuff that would be hard to get off. Uh, it had again four phones that would broadcast back to him live pictures. Oh, they're on the internet. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But anyway, go ahead. You got less than a minute. Uh he thought uh, he was really. I guess he was bleeding really bad from this too. Well, for these these were. These are, you know, razor blades. We're not talking about, uh, we're talking about old-fashioned razor blades that you'd put in a 1950s, 1960s uh, shaver. Right. Uh, but the, uh, I don't know. I'd like to actually come back to that at some point here in the second hour because sure. I, I, I do have, there. there is kind of a, I, I have conflicting Here, sir. Sorry, we uh, accidentally cut you off. Here we go. Now we're going out. Say goodbye, John. Goodbye, John.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. TD Productions and Chase More Music presents I'm Going All The Way featuring Taxi Dave and Chase Moore. Yeah, you know who I am. It's Taxi Dave. I'm thugging at my gold grills and TD chains. I'm here today to say that I'm going all the way. I'm a viral celebrity cabbie, rapping to the beat as my black and yellow taxi. I'm a new media mogul going to and fro in downtown Sacto. Set new marketing trends wherever I go. So don't drink and drive, call a cabbie to stay alive and keep your ride. Yeah, that's my motto, and you'll be seeing me all over the world, from the U.S. to Tokyo. Yeah, it's Taxi Dave, and I'm going all the way. I'll be producing books and albums and all kinds of advertisements. You'll be seeing me on your TV, and soon to be on the big screen. I'm a baller, and now you can holler, because Taxi Dave is going all the way. Yeah, you know it, babe. Stumbling out the bar, getting smashed for days I don't think I can drive, I should act my age I need to catch a cab, so I had to wait In the middle of the street, and I see Taxi Dave The newest star, my Hollywood Boulevard The parking lot full of cars, the hotties know who we are Had to take a minute just to honor my hero The best taxi driver since Robert De Niro Yeah, it's Taxi Dave and I'm going all the way I've been producing books, albums, and all kinds of advertisements. You'll be seeing me on your TV and soon to be on the big screen. I'm a baller, and now you can holler, because Taxi Dave is going all the way. Yeah, you know it, babe. Oh, look, who's lining up to sign me? Oh, sorry, didn't mean to make it faint like that. Oh, man, here come the accident lawyers and a website poster. They probably want me in a poster. Just get in line to sign me. No need to fight. We'll take them all. Just get in line one at a time. Hey, I'm Little TD, Taxi Dave's mini-me. And I'm here today to proclaim Taxi Dave is going all the way. Now you better remember me and what I say. Because I'm going to be famous someday like Little Wayne. Yeah, it's Taxi Dave and I'm going all the way. I'll be producing books, albums, and all kinds of advertisements. You'll be seeing me on your TV and soon to be on the big screen. I'm a baller, and now you can holler, because Taxi Dave is going all the way. Yeah, you know it, babe. Come on. Oh, my God. Remember to drink responsibly, call a cabbie.
Winning sack down, call TD, our legendary tag team. We are back. You, uh, you have found the taxi stand hour here. On Radio TFI, we gave John Shannon a five-minute break, and son of a gun if he didn't take six. Uh, he'll be back with us shortly as soon as he gets back from the men's room. We uh, glad glad you're here. We got got some goodies coming up. By the way, that was uh, Sack Taxi Dave, Taxi Dave out of Sacramento, California, a friend of the show. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Uh, we uh, he's a very talented young man. He's uh, got his finger on a lot of things. Been in the business a very long time. He's, uh, we, 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 we turn to him, among others, for information when it comes to stuff going on in California. And uh, there's John waving, not giving a flying rat's patoot that the show is actually going on right now. Take your time, John. There's absolutely oh, okay. no rush. Absolutely no rush. So, uh, are you ready? Can we start now? You already started. You you are you're more than capable. You know, you I got everything running on autopilot right now pretty much. You know, I got things to do here. Well, you're supposed to be introing the sh- you know, blah blah blah. I'm trying to get stuff set up here. And uh You're, you're doing a marvelous Ah, job. shut up. Here, here, let me pat here. Turn around, let me no, pat you on the back. It's not gonna not gonna work this time. It's not gonna I'm sorry, Booby. Alright, maybe it will work. But just this this is the last time it's gonna work. Well I, I do have a somewhat of a reason here. I'm not a I'm not at liberty to discuss specifics, but I got a little <laughs> bit of news about my stepson that I was a little uh, disheartening, so Oh well, I'm sorry to hear uh, that. We'll talk about it off the air. Yeah. So, anyways, all I, I all I can say is is man, I am living proof. Hopefully, still living proof here that uh, your health is nothing to mess around with, man. It's, you gotta you gotta take shit seriously here. So, anyways, all right. Well, do do you want me to still do the intro here, or did you get us in? Did I got us in. I I got us in sufficiently. Beautiful. I'm proud of you. Not, not, I am. I am so so proud of you. Now it's with, not even funny. Now with the funny same so. lighten up, Francis. <laughs> now with the same level of professionalism that you do, but yeah, okay. <laughs> but I did it nonetheless. So, do you mind if I finish my uh, my point on the whole thing with the booby trapped? Uh, it's your show. Uh, Take yard it away. sign. Well. I go two ways with this. Yeah, you know. Oh, we'll be taking that piece of tape. Excuse me? I go two ways. Jesus Christ, you are. Mm -hmm. I am. You are insatiable. I am. I swear to God. No need to swear. It's true. Look. I I know why the guy did it. Because there have been people on both sides vandalizing political signs. Yeah. It, it, it it's it's very uh, either removing them or defacing them. Look, I don't I, I want to puke every time I see a Trump sign myself. But listen, it's on somebody's property. 
leave it alone. Chances are pretty damn good. You know who you're going to vote for anyways. I would have to say that the number of undecided voters uh, are pretty pretty thin number. I don't know if you agree with me on that or not, Ed. I do. I do. I think pretty much everybody knows who they're going to vote for. Um, Yeah, but here, let me say this. I'm going to cut you off. The guy didn't pay for the uh, sign, and you're, you're, you're... Look, this isn't putting a little thumbtack under there to get somebody's attention. You put razor blades. Okay? that's It's one thing to, 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 to tape some acorns or something that'll, oh, ow, ow, you know, get their attention. Razor blades? No, no, no. You've entered a whole different uh, level of stupidity. Well, and I'm, 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 I was actually getting to that point, believe it or not. That's why uh, I said there was two, I had two trains of thought on this. It's, you, you're right, but if all I was saying is, is listen, it's not it's not your property. Leave it alone. But having said that, he did violate a an ordinance as far as where that sign was placed. That is correct, and and that is a legitimate reason to remove that sign. You betcha. And thus. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're really asking what what would you have done had somebody's dog wandered up there and did the nice did the right thing and tried to take a piss under that sign or somebody's kid, somebody's kid. Um, so yeah, that that is that becomes that becomes dangerous, and they, you're getting into a situation there that you really we really shouldn't be. Uh, getting into with that so i can see wrong in both 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 um both points but listen if it's not your property stay the hell away from it the election will be over in in was it now three weeks three weeks before the actual election day uh let's see it is one two yes three weeks three weeks tuesday is three weeks you know Deal with it for the next couple of weeks, next three weeks. As far as I understand, after the election, all the political signs have to come down. Thank God. Um, and I sure hope after this election is over, and especially after Donald Trump is sent, is nothing more than a distant memory here. I know it's not gonna, it's not gonna be the case. Uh, come uh, November 4th, the day after. But eventually we can get back to actually tolerating each other. We we never had to like each other in this country. Let's just get back to some sort of civil discord because... Civility. That's what you're looking so, for. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's so funny. Now... The, the same ones I, I I gotta tell you something here Ed I had I have had people on the Facebook and uh, other so much it's probably Facebook more than anything else that are suddenly going from uh, posting all this negative stuff about Biden and what have you and of course they're still reaching back into the Hillary box they're still reaching back into the Obama box, you know, with all of their uh, memes and everything like that. But all of a sudden, somebody 
oh my God, you should have seen all the boo-hooing when people were pointing, talking about the fly. Yeah. Oh my God, why are you so mean? Well, I would, you know. Well, Mike Pompeo yesterday said he had he had found Hillary's emails. This is no joke. I don't know if he's saying it just to uh, appease uh, the baby in charge, but you know what? If he found Hillary's emails, that's it. I'm not voting for. Her. Yeah. That's it. That solves yeah. it. Absolutely. You know, I don't care that she lost four years ago. I'm not voting for her this year, or or Obama. I'm not voting for him either. Mm-hmm. By the way, just to uh, not that I was ignoring you, I was not, but I was busy setting up for the next uh, the the most popular segment in America. You realize we had I watched it here. We had two listeners drop when we started. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> I also noticed you had a whole lot more people engaged in the show when I wasn't here. So don't think that went unnoticed either. <laughs> I I well, may. I'm, I'm tell- I may very soon slip back into just producer role and, uh, you know, just be behind the scenes and work the board. Well, I, I, I have my I have my theories on that, Ed. It to has you. nothing to do with you. Be- <laughs> you you are, uh, no, you are a, uh, what's, what's you're, you're kind of the straw that, uh, no, I'm the straw that stirs, stirs the drink. You're just the bartender pouring it in. <laughs> I'm the one over yeah, I'm the one over serving people. Yeah, well there there you go. There that's probably more true than you want to believe. No, I think that um by the way, it frankly, is it is more true than you would want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I, I honestly think that the night show did catch on. The night show was really something that was. Uh, I agree. You know, people, half the people right now. It's 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 a beautiful fall day in most parts of the uh, country. Of, of course, definitely a definitely a beautiful fall day here in the Twin Cities, where mm-hmm. you know uh, most of these uh, people that were uh, listening at the time and watching at the time and participating mm-hmm. were at, and they. Uh, Saturday mornings, they just kind of... We've had this discussion. Look, off-air, John and I have discussed the Saturday mornings right now is the only time we can be guaranteed to be able to do this. You're right. This, this is that's when I had my solo show. That's when that's I... right. Basically in the same time frame. That's right. And we did the night show, again, because I had nothing else to do for seven months for 200 days. Now mm-hmm. I'm back to work, and I can't commit to to the nighttime show. I'll pop up on it yeah. every now and again, but I can't commit to it. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll work that out just because the people love you and hate me. Uh, I, oh, there's, my there's, God. There's very little reason to oh, feel you, bad about that. You're starting that. to sound like Trump. Now you're starting to sound like Trump, really. I, I am people, the victim. People hate me for people. all I know. People people hate me. People, I, I happen to know people hate me. I got a list. Yeah. I got a few of those too. Uh, trust me, I, I have my share. Can we do the football thing? Were... Uno momento, por favor. Oh, señor, cállate, por favor. Okay. Andale, yes, I know. Oh, he got that. <laughs> oh, good for you. Dame un un frío cerveza, por favor, señor. All right, I'm done with my Spanish. Uh, oh, you wanted to have a beer. Uh-uh, a cold beer. Oh, okay. 
Mesabatos es azur. Okay. Enough. Please. Uh, no, but people now all oh boy they got their they they got their little man boobs in a in a ringer here. Uh uh, when we start, when I uh, was saying, "Hey, listen, I've hated Trump. I've made, I have documented this more times than I care to talk about. Ad nauseum, as a matter of fact." Go to SoundCloud, Kids and Kittens. You'll uh, you'll find every instance of both of us uttering our uh, disdain for the current administration. And this has nothing to do with for me. My disdain for Trump, like I said came long before he walked down, he came down that escalator. Mm-hmm. I have never liked, there's just something about him I have never liked. I think that he's pompous. I think that he is, uh, uh, he's an opportunist. He's definitely, uh, you know, he definitely have the camera on, uh, have the camera on me type guy. And he's a hypocrite. And, Okay. I just don't understand that how how a failed businessman who got his first million from his daddy. It was more than that. Well. Wait a minute. Are we going to go down this path? Because this will be a three-week show. If, <laughs> if we're going to go down and, and, and relitigate the case of why Donald Trump is a schmuck, then, you know, we're not going to get anything else done today. Seriously. Well, you're right. So, so let me just leave it at that. Donald Trump was a schmuck before he started, before he decided he was going to run for president. He's a bigger schmuck now, and that is one of the biggest reasons why uh, I don't care if he was, I don't give a damn if he was running against Manson, I probably wouldn't vote for Donald Trump. Well, wait a minute, Manson's dead. I can't. That's right. Can't bring that one. Okay. All right, enough. Tapping out. And speaking of tapping out, I'm about ready to tap out on this next damn segment here, too. So, you're Let loving it. Rip, it. Go cheese. Da, 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 da. It's time oh, for you. Just, oh, you're gonna let me? He's gonna step all over me. You're just a happy bastard, now, aren't you? Well, well, you're stepping all over me now. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, get the thing. Come uh, on, up, up and going. All right, it's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, yes, there are only four downs. Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup, and we are not responsible for the post office. Uh, Extra points can be earned by going for it with two or three point conversions, if you have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 Mr. Shannon. Quite an interesting week last week, wouldn't you say? If you say so. I, I do say so. I do say so. So just just as a recap, uh, John, let's see. John lost two. He uh, he had a good pick with the, with the Chiefs. He, he won with that over New England. Uh, 
the bears. The bears just left you hanging. Left you hanging out in the cold. And uh, he went for two with Houston with his Vikings. Against his Vikings. And uh, they stuffed it right up the old wazoo for you too. Your Vikings actually won. How did that happen? The Vikings actually won that game. Which which will bring me to well we won't we won't uh, rush the thing rush things but okay. one of your picks just baffles the living jeez okay. oh my god baffles Me- the hell out of me. Meanwhile, I didn't go for any extra points last week, but uh, I did win two out of my three picks. My Raiders disappointed me, but other than that, currently I have eight points for the season, while John has five. So, John, let's move on. Let's get into this week's picks. Let's start with your first pick. Who, who who's your first? Uh... Well, let's see. I'm gonna I'm, in in no particular order here, just because you and I actually picked uh, uh, picked the same game for one of these here. You, so, you want to do that first or last? Yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let's actually do that last. Okay, go ahead. Pick it. Pick your. Okay, uh, so the first one I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go by here is Miami visiting the Niners. Niners. Don't don't ask me why I am so fascinated here with the Miami Dolphins. I just don't ask me why. I just have no clue. It's because but you. I, it's they, because you love they, me so much. That's why. Oh yeah. Okay. That's got to be it. They're nine-point dogs going into San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to take Miami. I think Miami will at least show up in this game and, and make it uh, oh, you and that goofy hat. That goofy dated hat, I might add. All right, so uh, so you're taking the Dolphins plus nine. Is that what I understand? That is absolutely correct. All right, the first pick I'm going to talk about here is it's a division game. It's the Baltimore Ravens, formerly the Cleveland Browns, uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals, who uh, was coached by Paul Brown, for which the Cleveland Browns were named. Means nothing. I'm taking the, <laughs> I'm taking the Kitty Cats, and I'm getting 12 points. I uh, Baltimore, they look good, but I just get a hunch Cincinnati's gonna. They surprise you sometimes. 12 points is a, is a bunch of stuff to chew on. So so we're going to go with, with that. Taking the Bengals plus 12. John? Well, this ought to, this ought to su- surprise no one here because, listen, the, the Vikings last week, they won. They barely beat the, uh, the Houston. They barely beat Ken Coons and the uh, Houston area Girl Scouts. <laughs> They squeaked it out. I couldn't believe it. They were up by almost two touchdowns for a majority of the game, and they just about blew it in the end. Yeah, they screwed you over last week pretty good, now, didn't they? Oh, yes, they did. That's okay. They're still getting no respect. They they ain't showed me diddly. They're originally a – they're originally a – I think it was five and a half. Wait a minute. Well, you see now, Ed's being Ed's being kind to me here because oh no, it was uh, it was, uh, it was seven when I picked it. Was it seven? And okay, yeah, it was seven. So I was picking them as a I, I 
Went in for the double on that one there, so I picked him as 14. Okay. Well, but Ed's, well got, Ed's got it documented as 13 and a half. Okay. So, well, hey, I am going to. I'm I'm playing it. I'm sorry. That's how it's officially we, up. We will. It, it's an error on the technical staff, but we will give you the half point. There's no question about it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I am picking the Seahawks. Giving up thirteen and a half points, but that's for I two. Think it's going to be worse than that, <laughs> oh, yeah. and well, that's for two. That's for two. That is for two. That is the easiest two points I think I'm ever going to make. Last words, <laughs> true little words never spoken, or oh, famous last words. My uh, my second peak is I'm taking those very same Houston Texans that 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 uh, gave John a hard time. Couldn't couldn't beat those Vikings. Here's what I'm doing. I'm doubling down. I'm going for two with Houston. I think they were originally uh, five and a half point favorites over Jacksonville. So I'm uh, I'm giving up 13 and a half points to go for two. That's uh, Houston over Jacksonville. Okay, John, we're down to our final pick, which both of us have chosen the same game. I'll let you go first. The only the only chance that Houston has. In that game, by the way, in my opinion, is as if they fired Ken Coon. Oh, wait a minute. They did fire their coach, so who knows? Maybe it'd be somebody else now that might have might have half a shot. So wait a minute. Anyways, Houston, wait, wait, wait a minute. Game. Wait a second. Houston fired their coach? Yes, they did. Oh crap. They they fired their coach right after they lost to the Vikings. Oh, I didn't know that. Helps to stay informed, my friend. Does, That's all I can tell you. Does, doesn't it, though? Yeah, it's true. Knowledge <laughs> is. Wow. Okay. Well, there's one we pissed away this week. Go ahead, John. Finish this up here. Why? Uh, I'm going to start licking my wounds early. <laughs> going to jump on it. So, uh, and what is, I hope, becomes as good a, as a rivalry as uh, when they were the Oakland Raiders. Kansas, the Chiefs and the Raiders was, was one hell of a rivalry. And um, it continues now. Uh, Vegas is going into Kansas City where the Chiefs are an understandable 12-point favorite. And I'm taking the Chiefs giving up uh, 12 points, and I don't think it'll be that close, to be brutally honest. Well, and I happen to disagree. I am taking the same game but I'm taking those Raiders, getting them 12 points. I think, do I think the Raiders will win outright? I would be shocked. I would be shocked if they won outright. But I think, I think they might be able to hold it together just long enough to, uh, uh, to cover. And, and, and that's really all we care about anymore now, isn't it, John? Well, not not in the, not in the case of of, uh, of Kansas City. I I I am so I am so impressed with Mahomes right now. Mahomes is just short of being able to walk on water, in my he, opinion. And, he's uh, he's getting there. He's getting there. He's he's the real deal, and I think that uh, uh, this is this game is being played in Kansas City. There will be a sprinkling of fans there. Right. And I think that uh, hey, if Kansas City can stay healthy, they're they're they they may uh, challenge uh, they may challenge your Dolphins in that uh, perfect season. Mm, so, don't uh, get don't get antsy. Don't get don't get uh, 
Well, you heard it here first. Uh, Everybody said, look, every year teams go undefeated. Eventually they all fall. Eventually they all fall to the kings of football, the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. Okay. By the way, it's so apropos. If if the Chiefs did go uh, match that record, did wind up going undefeated for the entire season, including Super Bowl and the whole bit, they would, you realize that as much as I'm suddenly smitten with the Dolphins a little bit, it was thanks to the Dolphins beating my Kansas City Chiefs in that in that uh, longest uh, record, mm. longest game. Right. Which I was in attendance. Okay. Of that game. That is one of the reasons they went on and went on and continued their perfect season and eventually their Super Bowl victory. By the way, just a quick aside, most of the games that year were close. They were not a perfect team by any stretch of the imagination. They just finished each game with more points than the other guys. If all that's, that's all that that's really, really you only, think about it. You only have to be ahead for one second in the game, and that's the last second. The last second. All right. All, so true. All that aside, just to recap, so this week, John has taken my fins, getting nine, on the road in San Francisco, which ought to be a very interesting game. I'm uh, I'm really looking for. Although I I hear the Niners are get they got some of their people back. They had a lot of injuries. Uh, I'm taking uh, uh, Cincinnati plus twelve over Baltimore. John is going for two against once again against his hometown Vikings, uh, picking Seattle. Getting 13 and a half points, getting an extra half point from the commission here because we done messed up. Uh, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm going for two and regretting it right now. <laughs> Taking Houston, giving up 13 and a half points. I, I, you know what I'm hoping? It's one of those games where, hey, we got a new coach. We're going to play for, you know, and we play crazy above our heads. So I, I've got Houston minus 13 and a half over Jacksonville. And finally, there's the game of the week, at least in this corner of the internet. Those Las Vegas Raiders visit the Kansas City Chiefs. There's a 12-point line. John's on one side of that line. I am on the other side of that line. John's taking his his uh, beloved chefs while I'm taking the Raiders. And that... Way, I've ever, have I ever told you that I was born in Kansas City? You've mentioned it. You've mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, so I got that to fall off, fall back on when it comes to being my hometown team. All right. Let me let, <laughs> let me let me end this because I know how much you love this segment. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, oh my goodness! What have I done here? I've lost I've lost track of everything. <laughs> I'm just one man. Damn it! I'm just one man. Let's, uh, there we go. That's what we want to do. That looks normal. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's going to conclude John and Ed versus the spread for this week. We, uh, as always, if you're using our picks to assist you in doing any type of gambling or whatnot, John, what, what, what do we say about that? You need more help than Donald Trump. That is absolutely correct, sir. All right, let's put this one to bed for this week. That'll do that. By the way, just a reminder, there is actually Tuesday night football this week. Hey, that's gonna be that's gonna be the new thing. 
Well, Tuesday it, night's a great night for football. Well, they got to fit in because they've already got two Monday nighters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I know the reason. It just that's going to be the new big. That's going to be the new big thing here with the uh, with the NFL. They're lucky. Uh, college football is lucky that they're actually getting their product back out on the field in front of eyes here because the NFL would love to expand Take Saturday. Saturday. Oh yeah. Well, tradition. Love to. Traditionally, once once the college season was over, uh, usually the last week or two of the season, the NFL will, you know, they put on we'll a couple. go into it then, yeah. Yeah, they go into the Saturday games. And, uh, oh. So, speaking of the NFL, uh, they have been vocal about the importance of coaches and personnel wearing face masks on the sideline during games. The league has fined at least four head coaches since the start of the season for not wearing face coverings properly, and now it's taking things one step further, impossibly or impossibly impacting the outcome of a game. According to Tom uh, Pesolero of the NFL Network, the NFL senior VP of officiating sent out a memo on Friday explaining that if a coach approaches an official while improperly wearing a face covering, the official and flag the coach's team 15 yards for unsportsmanlike conduct. Well, there you go. I can't disagree with that. No, no, neither can I. Look, I, I've watched, if you watched week one, you saw what an abomination it was. Coaches, mm-hmm. look, I understand the heat of the moment, blah, blah, blah. And some of them are the offensive or defensive coordinators, and they need to talk. First off, let, let's get past this. You can't understand what they're saying with the mask on. That's a bunch of baloney, and we all know it, mm-hmm. okay? Second of off, Andy Reid is showing us how to do it. The fogging up in week one aside, he's got the face shield on the ball cap. He's got his microphone underneath. He's golden. Like it or not, kids and kids. That wasn't hard, was it? No, no, not at all. Not at all, but Jesus. you know, heaven forbid we should. Uh, I'm a man. I'm a football man. I'm a football. I don't man. need no stinking mask. Hey, guess guess who? Uh, was very very torn up uh, about about Trump not only being in the hospital, but uh, he wanted to express his feelings on Trump getting out of the hospital. Our opposition correspondent Brent filed well. He filed this report, if I can get it going. As if they weren't triggered before, my president and still-year president, by the way, Donald J. Trump, and it feels good to say that, still. He's leaving the hospital today. It's been a big week for Trump. Corona-19 was diagnosed with him, and Trump is wearing a suit in the hospital, because that's what you wear in the hospital is a suit. I'm sure Men's Warehouse was able to cut down the back of it and put some little tie strings on it so you could still see his turd cutter while he's walking around. He was signing blank pieces of paper with a Sharpie and no makeup on, looking like a mayonnaise face ghost with a $70,000 wig on, and he was cutting promos all over your ass while he's sick. No teleprompter, one take, and you people are wrong. 
That video didn't edit out a co Trump's doctors dodging questions like Mike Pence dodges vaginas and we're all guessing who had it first like it's Clue. I'm sure it was Hope Hicks in the Rose Garden with the spittle and his whole administration's getting it and you people are taking bets on who's going to get it next like it's a game of guess who and he's going on cough parades just throwing out spittle skittles to everybody and the crowd was like we'll die for this man and the driver's like i'm gonna die for this man and guess what he's leaving the hospital today and little do you know he was never even the, in the hospital in the first place he was just inspecting it like he did that bunker so today, I'm going to raise my emotional support being to my president, Donald J. <coughs> Donald J. <laughs> As always, we wish Brent the best and appreciate the, the reports from the field. By the way, on a side note, I, wa I want the link to that video. It's, it's on the website. You know where you can find it? Oh, is it? RadioTFI.com. Boy, you just hate. Oh, you should have. Oh, 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 oh. That reminds me uh -oh. of something. Uh oh. That reminds me of something oh boy. last week. Oh, boy. So, you know what this guy does to me? Now, I'm I'm listening to the football game. I'm, I'm working, by the way. I've expanded my work schedule a little bit just because I need the money. <laughs> just, just, just. I, I, uh, thought, I thought you had the money. Uh, well, I need more. <laughs> So you're lying on the sign-off. Anyway, that, that, go ahead. That's right. Let, it's, it's wishful thinking. Tell this, really tell this engaging tale of how I made your life miserable. By the way, kids oh. and kittens. By the way, kids and kittens, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I'm looking forward to it. Oh, so at one point in time, I'm listening to one of the games, and I asked him to send, oh. uh, send me his picks. Yeah, because I if I'm, is he, we have this habit. Of, of texting each other our picks. Well, he didn't text me his picks last week at any point. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, so, he, yeah, he did. No, you didn't. You never yeah. texted me the picks. He did. I didn't find out about the picks until you put them up on the screen when we were doing the show. Right. That's wrong. That's not true. Uh, okay, I'll go back and I'll check. Cause, you yeah, know, but hey, but I, go ahead. Finish the story. I know where you're going with it now. But no. Go, so instead of just you know taking a second, and especially been really easy if he if he had already sent them to me once, because I wouldn't have had to ask one or You're B. Up. All he had to do is just hit the little copy button, mm -hmm. paste it in, mm -hmm. send it on its way. You know what he said? What he said? Go to the website. Go to the website. To the website. RadioTFI.com. All the information you ever need about this show is right there at RadioTFI.com. I thought how. Freaking rude. And yet, did you find what you were looking for, sir? I did. I okay. Did. I took the extra effort, and I did. The extra effort? Sir, you took the same amount of effort that any one of our, our great listeners or viewers would take. When they want to check and see what kind of lousy football pick, I mean, what, what picks you made this week, they can go to RadioTFI.com, click on John and Ed versus the Spread, and go right there, and they can see the same exact graphic that they were looking at just moments ago. Just like you can, you big goof. So now, if you say you sent them to me, why logically would I ask you to send them to me again? Oh, John, you don't want me to answer that question now, do you? Oh, okay. You I, hey, like I said, you could be right. I'll go back and I'll look. 
I, I will. I'll go back. And then I'm going to send you a screenshot of my damn phone, of my texts with you, or text conversations. So, oh, now he's looking. <laughs> did I? Did I? Did I send it to him? Did I? I said I did. I, I better not be wrong here. My phone's been hacked. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It Excuses. Does, it does not change the fact. You sent this to me Sunday, you asked about my picks. Okay? Mm-hmm. At that point, we had already gone over it. They were public knowledge. They were on the website. We had done them on the show. Mm-hmm. I was watching football. I saw that. I said, well, just go to the website. So I didn't have to go backtracking. Multitasking isn't one of his better not when I'm, things not, here. Not when I don't have to do it. You just, just radio, radio TFI.com. See, it says it right beneath me. www.radiotfi. Well, it's over there under you.com. Everything you need to know about this show. And what's not there, you can access by calling 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, or send us a tweet at Taxi Stand Hour. And one of these days, I may even put up an email address. Don't count on it, but it could happen. It could. So now, are you done with your bitching and your griping because of your laziness and your inability to pay attention? You could have been writing them down during the show. Oh, okay, he's taking that. Look at that. He put up a nice big graphic. Who does that graphic every week, John? You know why it's there? So people like you can look at it and go, oh, that's very nice. I can see everything clearly. It's, it's, it is a very nice graphic. God damn right it is. I'm happy to do and I'm and I'm happy to do it. <laughs> you know what's actually funny is that um when I when you did send me the, the picks for this week, mm-hmm. your pick for your picks for this week, I looked, I said, Oh crap. I yeah. still haven't done mine. <laughs> it was kinda late and I, I kinda knew well, I worked late last night, so later than anticipated. Uh, John and I, when we do these picks, we usually have exchanged them. Well, this year we, we're doing them. Uh, we're doing them the night before, so that I can get the graphics set up and and all that. And so, so we just text each other. One will text the other, and then and then back and forth we go. And uh, unless right. my unless your phone's been hacked, which apparently is 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 a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> This is big information. People oh. want to know in advance how it is, what it is we're going to say. Not not everybody has the patience or is a good citizen to wait until Saturday in the 11 o'clock hour Eastern time of the taxi stand hour. But what they don't know, by the way, these, these pics are generally posted on the website Friday night. I do it all Friday night and put them up there. So all you got to do is, look. and you can also see what the current score is, which is eight to five. And who's favorite, John? Yeah, well, hey, it's still early. Who's favorite, John? It's still early. You're oh. you're up. Thank you, thank you're you. Up. I yep, just exactly. Uh, we got a long way to go. We're only uh, 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 we're only a quarter through the season. But isn't this a little bit more interesting than just straight up wins and losses? Oh, I actually, I actually do. I, I, I like the format. I'll, yeah. I'll give you, 
I'll give you your kudos there. Thanks. It uh, it is interesting, and that's why I'm not worried. Even though I'm three down, I'm I'm not worried about it at all. Now, and just, if I get down to fifteen down with uh, with less than like three weeks to go, still, then yeah, I'm probably going to be three pointers, some big bricks. Yeah. Well, you got to remember. Just a reminder for those of you following along. The extra points, the two and three point conversions, we can use one each week, one of each. So theoretically, you can pick up six points in a week, a one pointer, a two pointer, and a three pointer. Three pointer is going to be a ballsy move because you've got to give up 20 and a half points to get a three pointer. That's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that I'm going to see a game that I'm going to feel comfortable with that. But then again, you never I know. Just about, I just about pulled the trigger on that with the uh, with the uh, uh, Seattle. Wow. Uh, I just about. Wow. That that would have surprised me. I have a lot me. of venom in my heart you right do. now for the way the Vikings. Oh. You do. I see. This is why I always just pick the Dolphins. And I don't think in the, in the few years we've been doing this, I think I've only put the Dolphins on the show. I mean, I picked them on my personal stuff, but... Uh, I don't think I put them on the show more than once or twice on my show picks. Mm. I, I, it's just because I'll be quite honest with you. Some weeks I'm not comfortable with the points they get, and uh, I don't believe they're going to cover. So, but my personal rule is I always pick the Dolphins. Period. There is no. Uh, I can't do what you're doing. You're picking against your team, and you're and you're 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 adding to it. <laughs> Said, You're saying not only these, not only does my team suck, but I want to add an extra seven points. Well, it's it's like I it's like I said they barely they barely beat Ken Coons and his Girl Scout uh, well uh, troop. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah. but they did beat them. They did yeah, barely. Yeah, but that was like a twenty-one point swing for you. You needed Houston to come back and just go nuts. You needed three touchdowns to make that viable. I mean, not only did you yeah. give not only did you give up the thirteen and a half points, but there was the other the seven eight points they lost by. That they lost by, yeah, I know. I just and then especially I thought this is going to be in the bank when um, oh what the hell is his name now? What one of their secondary got uh, got kicked out of the game for a helmet to helmet hit? Really. Yeah, so I thought, yeah, he's he's their best defensive player, and he got it. it it's just the fact of the matter is, is that Houston just plain sucks. They may they may go for, they may do an O for uh, O and uh, sixteen season themselves. Oh, here, not so. this week. This week they're going to cover. Actually, and I looked, they hadn't covered yet. This this was a very ballsy move for me to to go for two with them, and I am seriously regretting it now. Now I wish ballsy? we. Now I wish we had the old move, the old rule where we could change a pick while we were still on the air. But that rule's gone. We can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. We can't do that anymore. Because I just talked myself out of Houston. You've talked me out of Houston. I <laughs> hope you're sweating big ones. <laughs> the beauty of it is I don't lose two points. I only just don't gain two points. Right. Uh, man, man, man. I, I think I've just I think that's uh uh, you just picked up that a might point be on me. that might be something for the next uh, <laughs> for the uh, next time around. You play your bet. Oh, well, if we, you hey, if you went for if you went for one, you lose a point. 
if you went for two, you lose two points. Well, that, that, that now that would make things interesting. That was considered the rules committee as as we met, uh, as we met in Hawaii, uh, to 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 refigure reconfigure the virtually, game. Virtually, mind you. Well, well, there was virtually a million people there too, but in reality, uh, <laughs> it it was considered, but then. Uh, it boiled down to well, you're just back to wins and losses now. Yeah, you're just I back suppose. to wins and losses now. Who knows? Maybe next year we'll add another twist to it. But right now, I you know, I, I, especially if you wind up losing, oh yeah, oh we'll yeah, wind up with another there, twist. There's no question about it. There's no question Read about more it. More twists on it than the Audubon if you lose this time. <laughs> more more twist than a corkscrew, man. That's exactly. Uh, uh, hey, uh, let's uh, let's go into again how bad of a uh, of a uh, month it's been, uh, or excuse me, a bad of a year it's been here for 2020. Is it's, it still? Uh, is it still 2020? It is still 2020, Good man. And we God. lost uh, last week. We lost uh, Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, we did. We lost Whitey Ford last night. I lost Whitey Ford. Uh, I was not. I, I was not a, a real big Van Halen fan. I was uh, at the time when he of his popularity. I was more into Southern rock and what you'd maybe call dirty country. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of Waylon Jennings, a lot of Willie Nelson, a lot of uh, the, that type of country, and also like Leonard Skinner and other southern rock band so i i wasn't a big uh for me van halen was one of those hair bands whether they were or not but well they weren't they were one of those huh i said they were not a hair band well but it just seemed like it to me Maybe well that it was, was the screen that was the day that that was the time yeah. you know david lee roth yeah. now he was you know look he was a performer he's an entertainer i'm sorry mm-hmm. a good singer good you know look he uh he gave you a show you know, mm-hmm. the Van Halen boys should just played their hearts out with yeah. uh, uh, Michael. Oh, what the hell was his name? The bass player. Uh, I can't think of his name. It's, it's actually the name of somebody else. He shares the name. But anyway, uh, they were just a good old uh, rock and roll band. They were. And, and I don't I, I just don't know why I uh, don't know why I just never was. I wasn't a big Van Halen fan. It's suddenly, you know, it's one of those things you almost gain appreciation for uh, after after you lose them. I wasn't a big Elvis Presley fan when I was a lot younger. I well, went to see him in concert once with Granny Annie when we were kids. Well, thank you. But, I remember much. Uh-huh. But uh, I have really the Beatles is another one. I could could care less about the Beatles when they uh, in the seventies. Oh, now the speaking uh, of. I, Speaking of the Beatles, I want to cut you off here. Give me one second before you do that, because I do have we do did lose one more. Uh, All right, go ahead. Uh, performer here, we lost uh, Johnny Nash. The name sounds familiar. The song I can see uh, clearly now. The uh, the rain is gone. I can see clearly. Now. Oh, oh. We lost him. So really, not a very good, not a very good week, and was turned into be a well. Not if you're Johnny very, Nash. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is true. So you were, you were, you were saying now. Speaking of, 
Well, I, we were speaking of the Beatles, and uh, I came across this little tune uh, by James Corden of The Late Late Show. Okay. Uh, you remember the song, Maybe I'm Amazed? Yes. Take a listen to this. I just left Walter Reed Medical Center, and it's really something very special. The doctors, the nurses, the first responders, and I learned so much about coronavirus. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. Maybe I'm immune, cause today I'm feeling so alive. Just don't be afraid of the way I'm breathing. Maybe I'm immune, it's okay to go out for a ride. With others trapped inside Maybe you're immune to the lies my doctors tell you The fact of the matter is, is that he's doing really well. Maybe I'm a man, and maybe I don't wear a mask Cause I don't care about others Science I don't really understand Disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute And is there a way we can do something like that? Injection inside. Maybe I'm a man, and maybe I'm just high from this experimental cocktail. Maybe I just need some oxygen. James Corden from the Late Late Show. Uh, beautiful. And, and again, beautiful. And this is on RadioTFI.com. You can see the video. We can. We can. Damn, that's a good site. It is. That's a really good site. It is. I should go there more often. You're yeah. absolutely right. You or should go there once is what you should go there. I don't believe you've ever been. Mm. I, I've been there a couple of times. Don't forget to accept the cookies. Yeah, yeah. Don't panic. By the way, if you go to the website, don't panic when a cookie message pops up. I put it there for, it's it's there for laughs. It doesn't have to be there. There's no cookies. No cookies. But what he was warning you about is if, you know, you look at it long enough, you might toss your cookies. Well, there's that. There's always that distinct yeah. possibility. So, uh, so as we wind down here into the last uh, vestiges of mankind. Oh, I meant the show. Yeah. <laughs> so we we haven't talked about Trump and Biden all day today. Uh, I guess there is no second debate. Uh, look, I. I Somebody needs to take control at the White House, and and 
you know, Nancy Pelosi may not be wrong this time about the 25th Amendment. It may be time. This man is just running amok. He's infecting people. He is literally infecting people. He's got doctors lying for him. And, and, and this is just, he's going to infect another couple of hundred people today. Did I hear that he was going to take a, to, uh, take a uh, test live on Fox News? He was going to be examined by a doctor. I don't know how, but, be... but no, no, but virtually. The doctor was going to be in New York. Trump was in the White House. Okay, so. Yeah, man, there's. I, that, that, that just makes no sense. It, I'm may, sorry. it makes no sense. Plus, the White House is now playing fast and loose on. When was the last time Trump was, you know, tested negative? Before all this, well, that's a that's a good that's a good question. They won't answer it. They will not answer the yeah. question. And so, uh, going back to the canceled debate, well, first off, it was only logical that if there was any chance that he could still that he could be infected, that would be the logical choice. Would be to have it virtual. It isn't like it's never happened before. Right. Back in the day, before uh, before technology, Kennedy Nixon, uh, Kennedy and Nixon. Yes, exactly. But here's the thing: is is that Trump is just Trump loses his edge if this is virtual because all the Trump his only strategy was to do what he did in right. the in the first debate. Is just constantly talk over, talk over, talk over Biden and what have you. Uh, with uh, with the virtual debate, you've got somebody there that okay, two minutes is up, and that goes for both parties. By the right. way, by the way, two Tr- minutes is up. Trump said oh. that he said, "Well, well, you know, they can cut me off anytime they want." That's right. By the way, that's going to happen no matter how you debate, because you proved yourself to be a knucklehead who uh, who can't behave himself in. Uh, in mixed company, so oh, he will. You know what? If somebody cuts him off, if they actually do have one more live debate, and the first time he's cut, I guarantee you, he will walk off stage. Yeah, good for him. Good, but I guarantee it. But not if you're made aware of this of that before the fact. And if both campaigns agree, if you go over the two minutes, the mic cuts out. Then you can be as angry as you want. You agree. It's one of the things Chris Wallace said to him. Your campaign agreed to this. Two minutes uninterrupted, and uh, and you notice how in the VP debate the moderator kept kept using that word uninterrupted. You now have two minutes uninterrupted, and uh, not that Pence could be bothered with it. Look, they they the rules mean nothing to them. It means nothing. Well, that's to them, true too. You that know, is absolutely. We we lost your audio there, John. Oh. Well, just in time. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I actually was caught between a point and having to cough. Well. And I thought the cough was probably a little bit more important to get that out of my system. But uh, I just got to tell you that you're still wearing that damn hat. Now it's time to say goodbye here. So see how that kind of stuff works. (sighs) Well, again, this actually went by pretty quick. So, uh. For my buddy over there, over there, Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. Which way are you? Oh, here we go. And I got the money. See ya!